Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 40 Before Noon podcast. It is officially before noon, but there's no drinks today because my mom texted me saying that don't drink if Zwayback's here and he's not drinking. So this is where we're currently at. But honestly, I think my mom's going to be the most fired up for this episode out of anybody that's currently listening. We are joined by Zwayback. How are you, Zway? I'm good, man. Just woke up. You know, I'm pretty sure we're we're right there on the same uh, on the same levels right now. But uh, happy to be here, man. I was really looking forward to this. I, t- I even told my girlfriend about it, so that's how you know it's a big deal. Oh, Zoo, did you tell your girlfriend about this? I don't know. She wouldn't. She wouldn't really give shit. I told all my friends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching a guy I watched for like nine years. So it's pretty fire for me. All right, cool. Throughout this podcast, we're going to be talking about how me and Zwayback met, which I had to think about a little bit. And I, I honest to God, might be wrong. So I want to compare notes on that. Um, a few things about his life that maybe some of you guys don't know. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll just kind of see where the hour takes us. And ra- the Raising Cane shirt on the podcast is absolutely incredible. <laughs> too. Yo, dude, I honestly thought about how extra I wanted to show up today. And it was like, hey, it's buck. So I got to, you know, I got to pull out, I got to pull out all the stops. So I got the, uh, I got, bro, I even got the shorts on. I don't know if you guys want. God, you, oh, love, the, you double. love those shorts, man. Got the shorts, got the Bates and 87 slippers. You already know what the damn deal is. You already know what it is. The, what's what I was going to, let's just start with this. Just cause you brought out the Bates and 87 slippers. I know like, how do I say it? Being a streamer and having to like meet people of the opposite sex and like try to convince them to fall in love with you. (laughs) I think it's hard enough as you know, I play video games for a living, right? What do they say? Or like, how long does it take for you to whip out the Bates and 87 slippers with a significant other? That one took a while. It's been like two years. She found out about the Bates and 87 slippers, like maybe a month ago. And it's been uh, two years. Nah, but um, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely an interesting conversation. Um, definitely an interesting conversation, but, uh, you know, she'll ask me every now and again, and she's like, do you actually not wash the shorts? And I'm like, I, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of don't. And she just, she's all about it though. I, I, I got really lucky. She's about all like the quirkiness and stuff like that. So I can be, I can be a professional clown. So, uh, That's yeah, unreal. but the Bates and 87 slippers are, they're probably like my prized possession. Do you know the story behind the Bates and 87 slippers? I don't know. The fact that only one pair was ever made in the world? No shot. Oh, no you way. Have them? Okay, so here. So <laughs> here's the story. Bateson uh, partnered with iSlides, uh, and he might roast me for saying this. Um, and so basically he had, a, uh, he had a line of slippers made with iSlide, and th- these are them. Uh, and he messages me on WhatsApp. He's like, yo, Zwei. I'm like, what? He's like, only one person in the world bought them. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> and it's like, it was you. And I'm like, he's like, they'll be arriving in like a month or so. And so when I got them, I just like, I just keep them so close. Cause it's like um, Supreme, man. Yeah, exactly. It's like one of one, <laughs> it's of one of one, man. So, uh, just, uh, very, very funny, but I, I, I don't know how they became part of the stream thing, but just, you know, sometimes you know how it is impromptu stuff out of the blue. Yeah. That's the stuff. That's always the funniest. And people would kill for those things now. Oh, the yeah. funniest Bates, and this is so random, I remember this too. The funniest Bates and advertisement I've ever seen him do is he used to have this really, really shitty hat company that he used to, I don't know if you remember this. It was kind of like when he first came back to Twitch, uh-huh. all of the hats that he got sponsored by or like the company looked like when you're on a road trip and you, and you pull up to a gas station in the middle of nowhere and they're trying to sell that city's hat. So he'd show up to stream with like, trucker hats on I'm like what are you doing dude like come on oh man. My gosh. Bro, it was so damn funny but 
Yeah, I did. the guy, you know, if there's a bag out there, I think Bates in 87 is going to grab it. But good oh. for him. That's the way it works at the end of the no, day. He's a legend. Absolute legend. Like, I love him. All right. We're going into how we met. That's And then, well, I guess we didn't really intro this way back. I think everybody that's listening to the podcast at this point probably knows who you are. For sure. Is there any specific way you'd like to intro yourself aside from streamer, YouTuber, Kane's connoisseur? Golly, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really... <sighs> Yeah, I, I don't know. That's always a tough thing. Like when you introduce yourself to some, like the significant other's parents, right? Like, oh, it's the worst. Hello, my name is, you know, whatever. Ryan, uh, aka Zwenyel's way back, aka the adult virgin. Uh, <laughs> and then you get, then, and then you get into what you're do, when what you do. And like, depending on their age, you might say something like, I work for Google, right? You know what I mean? Or something like, I, uh, I do editing for Google. Because if you go down that rabbit hole of content creation, there's a good chance they might just totally zone out. And then like nudge their daughter and be like, this is not, I don't want you. <laughs> they're you know going I mean? like this. And yeah. Shit. They're like, yeah. no, wrap, wrap it, Run. wrap it up, wrap it up. But, um, yeah, I know professional clown. You know what I mean? That's usually how I, you know, that's what I would, uh, that's how I describe myself. Maybe aspiring, you know, maybe in a past life, I wanted to be like Prince or like a musical, like an artist or something like that. But, um, I don't know. Professional clown. That's pretty much it. I don't and know. How, how a we... lot of people would consider you an artist, man. I, I, I got to say, MC Zway has some fucking tunes. Hey, we're trying. <laughs> hey, I'm trying. I push that SoundCloud whenever I can, dude. So, hey, I appreciate it. But um, I don't know. It's just it's like a little side. It's a little side hobby. You know, it's a little side hobby that just keeps things fun. A little I think my mom's like 56 years old and you got her to sign up for fucking SoundCloud. <laughs> yes, there, yes so dude. There's one more follower there for sure. Oh, my God. Bless her. All right. So. This is this is super random, and because uh, obviously I think my envisionment or like when I think the two of us met was I think it was PAX East in Boston. I think it's the very first time I met you, but I also don't even know if that's right either. Mm -hmm. um, and the only thing that I remember, because we were watching your Draw My Life video last night, um, you went to school in Boston. Yeah. And, and I somehow... God. You guys are like you guys know Nardwar. You guys know Nardwar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You guys I, have I done that. your research, man. Yeah, Jeez, yeah. we watched one video, everything. dude. We just watched you over the years. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then we went to go play ping pong. I think at your old college that night. Was that your old college, or was it just like a random one that was there? No, that's an old. That was my. That was a college that accepts twenty percent of all applicants, <laughs> and I got into it by the skin of my teeth. But uh, yeah, yeah, Northeastern, and that was it. That, I think that was it. Yeah, I Pax think that East was the was, night. And that was what, 2018, maybe 17? Dude, I, I don't know. All I know is I had like nine games of FIFA to play at that tournament the next day, and I couldn't <laughs> give a shit, dude. So that's what it was. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, but I, I've mentioned in my stream a million times, too. And this is like super random, but I think I've met you more than any other FIFA person. And I just because of the events that we've all been to. I yeah. think in L.A., I think we've been to Boston twice. We're in yep. Germany. Um. And then like all the Miami FIFA stuff as well. And Orlando too, because you're in Orlando as well. So Yes. Yep. And that's because like we're the only two FIFA people that fly in an airplane. Nobody no, that's else right. is nice to do Everyone's it scared. Yeah, everyone's scared. Uh yeah, I think we've run into each other like three or four times. Well, yeah, Orlando, Pax East, and then yeah, Ger yo, Germany was so much fun. Germany missed, was a lot I of fun. I missed that. Yeah, that was super, super fun. Um, but yeah, the first time and we went we rolled up to Shake Shack in in Boston, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Um, that was my first you were, Shake Shack experience. You were competing there, right? You were playing there for Colorado. <laughs> Competing's a stretch, but yes, we were, we were there. What was the, hold on, hold on. What was the goal differential? What was your goal differential? I didn't do that bad. I mean, the first year, I got the shit kicked out of me. I'm not going to lie. Like, it was pretty bad. The second year, though, I went like 
I went like four and five at an event. I'm like, okay, that's like, that's not terrible. Yeah. Um, and then like four and six or some shit afterwards. But like one kid got disqualified for selling coins or something. So it was like, <laughs> I would have like, got like not mid turn, like mid tournament or like right before the tournament was announced. It was either he, there was like, I think they banned a few of them for Yikes. buying coins for their account. And they, all these kids kicked the shit out of everybody. I'm like, what do you need to buy coins for, man? Like, it's 2020, dude. Like, let's figure this shit out, you know? Yeah, but yeah, they yeah. um they were all about it. But yeah, no, I just wanted to say, I think that's how we met. But what I wanted to mention, which is so weird, because I was never, like, into FIFA YouTube at all. It was just, like, a game that I played growing up. And when I went to college and there was only 700 people that went to my college, I was like, fuck, I got to figure out something to do because I'm bored out of my mind. Um, which streaming just became a thing. Zoo has known you forever and like kind of watched you forever. The very first video I ever saw of you was the video of you saying that you got swatted. That's oh. the very that's the very first video that ever popped up, which is like super random. Like I'm playing the video game and that was it. And I remember just sitting there watching you open packs and you're telling like this whole story about how you were in like an interrogation bus for like six hours or van, whatever it was. That had to been one of the weirdest things yeah, ever. So we don't need insane. to dive into it too much if it's like, a, you know, it's a, not a fantastic memory whatsoever. But I just thought it was the weirdest thing ever that that was the first video I saw. Well, first off, the video was a banger. The video, <laughs> the, the, video the video, the video slapped. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was, yeah. So that was that was that, that was I think it was like 2015, 2016. Um, yeah, I guess. Long story short, I mean, it it was uh, it, it was just absolute. It, it was craziness. Um, I was streaming and like someone posted my address in the chat and I saw that in the corner of my eye. And like, you know, when you see something weird in the chat, you're like, yeah, you're, okay. All right. So I wind the stream down, I get off and then we're on Skype at the time. That's what everyone was using. Uh, and then it was Nick and, uh, Nick and Nep and Bates. And I go in there and I'm like, you know, guys, I saw this, this guy posted my address and my stepdad's name in the chat. Um, and they're like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's probably fine. And then like an hour later, I start getting calls uh from like this guy with a broken accent he's like yo are you know are you home are you home and i'm like bro stop calling me and so like i found out later that night that was like the police chief uh from in in miami and he was trying to get a hold of me just to you know try to confirm who i was and so i freaked out i get in the car i roll out like i just reverse and then there's like two like there's like swat vehicles all over the all over the neighborhood uh and then i pull up to one of them and i <laughs> I tried to get them to roll the window down. <laughs> I, I, thought I, could, I thought I could talk my way out of the situation, but it, the window was not going down and it was like 11 at night and it was totally murked out and they couldn't see in and they could probably see me just looking like an absolute weirdo. Um, so I roll the window back up. I pull up, uh, I pull out and I just, I call the guy up. I'm like, look, I know what this is. I'm being, I didn't, I don't think I said I'm being swatted, but I said, I know what this is. Let me know where you want me to go. And so he's like, come to the bridge. I go to the bridge and then, you know, they, you know, I stop the car. Uh, there's like spotlights and like red dots and all that sort of stuff. And then I just basically turn myself over and they interrogate me for like an hour or two. Honestly, once they had me in, in, in custody, I guess I, I was like, I was fine. Cause I think I was out of danger. Right. But apparently all that night while I was streaming, they were like around the house. The cops were oh. set up hours while I was streaming. And so, okay. So I'm not going to draw this out too long, but, uh, we're in the interrogation van and there's like, you know, it, it, it felt like Denzel Washington, Gene Hackman, Hunt for Red October, like headquarters, right? I'm sitting there with my hair in front of my face. 
I'm 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 zip tied behind my back. I look like an I look like I did what they said I did. <laughs> it was a very grim call. Let me just without saying getting too explicit, the call that they put into the police office was was nuts. Um and one of the one of the officers says, one of our most highly decorated officers says that he saw you with a gun by your pool. And I said, Officer, the only thing that I had in at my pool is a box of buffalo chicken triscuit crackers. <laughs> <laughs> and then at that point, at that point, everything else it just started de- to de-escalate from that from that moment on. Um and then my mom, like she, they got her on the phone. She's like, sweetie, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, she lives in South Carolina. It's like, sweetie, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm okay, mom. And my brother was wasted. He was living in Charlotte at the time and the police were trying to get a hold of him. Oh. And so they were telling him and he couldn't believe what he was hearing. And he, so he let me know the next day, but uh, every, everything worked out. But you know, it's one of those things, man, you, you know, uh, learning experience. And like, now we can joke about it, but it's a crazy world. Yeah. Crazy did, they world, ever, did they ever find out like, how hard is it to track back someone who starts something like that? You know what I mean? Do they tell you if it's like impossible or? Apparently tough. Cause you yeah. know, they, uh, a week later they said, we have the call. Do you want to listen to the call? Like the, what the call was. And I was like, I just want to be done with this. Yeah. You know, like, that's fair. That, that's that fair. entire week, like Telemundo and all the, they'd come to the house and I'd lie that I was my brother. They're like, <laughs> is Ryan here? We'd like to interview him. I'm like, no, I'm Tyler. He's, he's away, but he'll be back soon. I'll let him know, you know, give me your number or whatever. Um, so, uh, yeah, so basically I, I, they weren't able to find it. He used like uh, what's called a Skype resolver or something. Okay. So if they have your username back in the day, you could get the IP and the address very easily, which is nuts. So I guess maybe that's why it was more, pre- uh, swatting was more prevalent. But nowadays, if you like have a fairly, you know, you know how it is with these guys. I don't know, like Aiden and all that. Yeah, guys. I was going to say like all the big name, like real life streamers, are, it still happens like yeah. to this day, right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, it was it was a good learn good learning experience. It's not a learning experience most people want to go through. But <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't, I, I, <laughs> yeah. If you can avoid the swatting part of the content creation dream or whatever, yeah, I, I advise a, a, trying to avoid that. But you can skip that chapter of Rosetta Stone, dude. Just go ahead and just, just cruise on by. Oh my gosh! But, yeah, like God. I said, banger video, made my own thumb. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you get thrown lemons, you make lemonade. That's what it is. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right. One of the questions, and I think it'll kind of tie back into more of your life before FIFA and everything. Uh, one of my buddies, his name's Grunt. He watches your stream. He said that he heard you say that basically streaming for you right now is you just trying to build like your resume to become an actor. Is okay. that was that you just <laughs> was that you just talking shit or was that you like? Cause I know once again, you did we, screenwriting, right? Like that, that's what you were into. Before yeah, yeah. School. Yeah. Yep. So is there any truth behind that? I guess behind that statement. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's funny, right? Because like, I don't know, like in front of a camera, I feel like I'd be really bad. Like I'm half joking here when I say this, but I feel like in front of like any sort of acting or anything like that, I feel like in front of our audiences and in front of like in your, in your room or in your studio, you, you're way more comfortable being just kind of like who you are and like quirky or whatnot. But if you're, if I was ever in a setting where, I mean, any sort of situation where like you're being directed or something, I feel like I'd kind of melt, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I never, that's funny though, because I went to school for screenwriting, which is like obviously behind the camera development kind of stuff. And then I kind of ended up here, which is in front of the camera, which is never anything that I ever really had any interest in doing. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I've, I love film and I'd like, I'd, maybe at some point in life, I'd like to be involved in something, you know, whether it's directing or I don't know, maybe acting. I never genuinely, uh, genuinely, like most of the time it's a joke, but um, yeah, maybe writing or directing or something like that. And yeah, because I, I did go to school for screenwriting um, and communications, but uh, I guess it's maybe like a fantasy and the whole music artist thing as well. Just living out a, I don't know, some, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm answering that right, but, uh, <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, all, I've loved the creative process and, you know, um, since I was a little kid, like, you know, whatever drawing and stuff like that. So yeah, maybe, maybe some point down the road, you might see me in a commercial, maybe a raising canes commercial, that that was Jack, money, a raise, doing a raising canes commercial with Jack. Har well, he did, he's got the KFC sponsorship, but a raising canes commercial with Jack Harlow would be like the, that would be, that's uh, true. That'd be the dream. The collab, yeah. a, a, a raising canes, Commercial rapping with Jack Harlow. Oh, there you <laughs> that go. That would be. Yeah. Can with you picture it? The door opens. The Bates and 87 slipper pops down on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you see the shorts and then you see the, the shirt. Oh, the crassy ad libs are just coming in, dude, as well. <laughs> dude, this is so unbelievable. <laughs> someone, someone told me, they always tell me that he deserves some kind of royalty for the amount of times that I, because every prime jingle has, oh my goodness, man, this is unbelievable, man. <laughs> every song has it. Does he know that you have that in there? He, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, he, for sure he knows. We've never talked about it. We've never talked about it. The only interactions we have ever had is like me rating him or him rating me. That's 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 it. But there's a connection there, so I don't know. Oh, awesome. I was going to say, we've asked people before about this, but if you wanted to get into like screenwriting and film school, like I went to film school as well for like my first years of college, um, but it was because I was like trying to do like YouTube stuff when I was younger. Yeah. What did YouTube come first? Cause I know once again, the draw my life video gave us a lot of information that we would have not known beforehand. Um, but you basically said in that, that YouTube kind of gave you the same feeling of like your first screenwriting presentation where you made people laugh and you're able to make people happy. And like the interaction on YouTube kind of felt the exact same. Um, was there, I guess like what made you want to go to film school in the first place? damn dude like you're refreshing you're you're like bringing back memories now um i'm glad we what, are that's our job so. <laughs> so uh so um i i didn't know what i want when i graduated high school i had like a i mean i talk about it on stream all the time but like i had a i was i did not have good grades i think i had like a 2.6 uh gpa just cared way more about video games than like school i just basically applied because everyone else i knew was like applying and they're like excited they're like oh i'm gonna go here i'm gonna go there i'm like all right uh like i just wanted to play madden and fifa and stuff but um wait wait hold on what was the original question <laughs> what well, kind of how film school yeah, yeah and like well how it made you same, feel the same as youtube and stuff oh yeah yeah okay well i mean i chose film just because it's the only uh, i kind of just fell into it just because i don't know i just like watched movies and i it was it, it was something that i felt i could be passionate about um and then the youtube thing you know i was in a job that i didn't really love um, I was doing like PowerPoint, PowerPoint presentations for a, um, for like a financial company. And before that I was like an assistant in, in, in Los Angeles. So that, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother saga. That was about two years. But then after that, I came back to Miami and I worked uh, in marketing for this, uh, like, um, credit card processing company, which is the most boring thing in the entire world. And then I'd come home at night and then I'd stream and then I'd make videos. And it was kind of like, uh, I don't know. I kind of felt like, um, 
it was definitely like an extension of what I wanted to do initially when I went out to Los Angeles. Like I wanted to do something creative and I don't know, like share my experience in some way. And then gaming was always a part of it. And then like, it literally, it's so weird because it just kind of came together by mistake in a lot of ways. Um, I still remember being in that office, uh, being in that office and having to come up with the YouTube channel name. And I was like, what am I going to, what am I going to like come up with? And then I thought about this little cookie that I grew up in Germany with and that's Svibak. And so don't come after me if you got, if you're the, if you're with that company <laughs> has nothing to do with that. So I made a slight alter. I, I was smart enough that I made a slight alteration to the name. There you go. Um, and uh, yeah. And then, and then I just started uploading, man, like age of empires originally, Planet Side 2 was a game I played back in the day. It wasn't even FIFA originally. One of the funnest things you can do with a YouTube channel is sort by oldest and look yeah. at those early videos. It's just so much fun. But um, yeah, no, it just kind of filled that void. So yeah, getting back to the question, it just, um, it kind of, it, I don't know, it just, it, it, it fulfilled a creative thing that I needed at that point where I was doing something so mundane that I needed something like that was uh, fulfilling me creatively. And, th and that was it. That was it at the start. And, you know, it's, it still is. Damn. I was going to say, like, is when when did it come to FIFA? Like, when did FIFA come into the picture? Because I, I, I watched, like, old old FIFA. Like, I was watching you in FIFA 15. But, like, was that – was it around there that it kind of started turning? Or was it – did you start before that, too? Pretty pretty early on. Pretty early on. Um, Again, like, I dabbled with Age, like Age of Empires, which, I mean, if I had known, like, how YouTube and, like, Twitch worked, I would not have started with that because no one was watching. But again, it wasn't really about that back then. It was more about, you know, doing quirky voices and just, I didn't care who watched. I just wanted, you know, I uh, just wanted to like get that stuff out there. Um, I had always played online seasons with Bayern from like FIFA 07, FIFA 08. And then, so I think a few months into the creation of either Twitch or YouTube, and I mean, it was a while ago, so I, uh, I don't know which one I did first, but I just started uploading, I think my games of online seasons with Bayern uh, not even ultimate team. Um, I think 2013 was my first ultimate team, but, uh, FIFA was pretty early on. It was like a few months into the, into it is when I, uh, is when I got, was when I got into FIFA. And I think I did it because I was looking up, I, I was watching some guys in the community. It might've been Matt and Nep and skills. And I was like, all right, these guys are doing this. Like, this would be kind of cool to do. Damn, it's so long ago. I forget what the actual thought process was, but it was something like that for sure. Would you say, because honestly, my opinion, I think you're the play review goat. I was watching like, but the FIFA 15, like the passport, the songs <laughs> at the start, the play like all of the details on the card. Like you make a song for every player card that yeah. ever existed. I think that's kind of where I was like, that's where I saw you like take off. Like yeah. it was the play reviews to me, at least. Was that like, was that like your thought process? Because you were like, no one was really doing it. I can't think of it. They would do play reviews, right? But it'd be like, oh, let's check his stats. Blah, blah, blah. No one's making a jingle about one of my favorite is Fat to Vargas. Yes, dude. That's one yes. of my favorite videos of all time. The Fat to oh. Alexis Sanchez. I was always watching them around the World Cup because I'm half Chilean. So those are all my boys. And this guy's making videos on Vargas, making a song about him. Like, what, what the hell is this? I feel like that was just like a complete different change that like no one was doing at it's all. It's funny because like, uh, and again, I'll, I'll invoke Nep a lot. Uh, here, uh, he was the guy that kind of invited me. He kind of like opened his arms and like came into my Twitch chat like way back in the day and 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 got me involved in like the networking aspect of it because my business acumen is not is not good. I'm not naturally organized. I don't naturally 
like numbers or anything like that. I kind of just like doing what I want to do. And so, um, I didn't look at it that way. I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't look at the community and think, what is it missing? I just, I was just kind of just being again, just, yeah. Like, like you said, like the Fanta videos and like, uh, Cuauhtomo Blanco, by the way, we need more Chilean players in FIFA 23. I know, but we suck now, bro. Don't expect many. Don't expect many. (laughs) Well, that's I mean, the hey, golden age. We had the yo, golden age. Back EA, then. Give, EA gave out moments for basically anything, man. So yeah, you just get wrong. like a Chile promo. Yeah, instead of a man. Future Stars Team Two. <laughs> Surprise, guys! No Future Stars Team Two. We're doing this for Zoo. Full Chile squad. <laughs> Ninety-nine rated every card. That'd be insane. But uh, yeah, I mean, like the and the, I didn't really see them really as reviews. I mean, like they were, and like you needed, I needed a title, but uh, and that's another thing that would always yell at me about. He's like, wait, you have to work on your titles. These are dreadful. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, just um, yeah, just an extension of, I don't know, just, uh, I don't really don't know how to explain it. Just It's kind of like being yourself, but in, it kind of, to me is like, it struck gold. Like you didn't even like mean to in a way, it sounds like. It's, it's what I thought was fun. Like yeah. if, there was, if there was a storyline or a thread in the world of football, like if a follower, like, uh, like I have an attachment to Mexico and so in a very strong way with the Haritos and like all the, you know, Chicharito back in the day, I think him more than anyone I've done Epi's on, on the channel, but there, I don't know, just it's a way that like the connection to the players makes me feel and that transfers into the passion to the video. And then, so if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't, but. Like, bro, That's- you make me buy the weirdest players just because you made a fucking hilarious video on it. And I'm like, bro, I fucking need that card. And then there's, there'd be maybe junk, but it was like, I had to. I had to. Bro, they all, they accuse me, like, bro, they're like, why do you hype up trash cards? And That's I'm like, I'm dude, saying, bro. It, okay, maybe like he has 60 agility, but like get him in a game and see what's up. You know what I mean? Exactly. Try a long shot with him or something like that. It's not, you know, have a little bit of fun I'll with it, it, you know? Man. It's better, you know. You go go ahead and use your ninety two Mbappe for the rest of weekend league, but you know give him a shot. But FIFA's not like that anymore. That's why I thought that's why I think it was just so good, right? Like you don't see those like old cards. Like there used to be like purple cards. I remember in like back in the day, they used to have so many more colors and like yep. all these crazy ass cards. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's tough to see now, I guess. But that was that was a golden age of FIFA. So you you want to know what? So just uh, on that on that topic, I actually enjoy coming up against the meta squads with like an emotional team. Like you know, the player of the month, Serlot. If I come up against the guy that has ninety two Mbappe and I beat him with my player of the month, Serlot, it's it's just a great feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you just give the connected. camera that look. You know what I mean? That little like, <laughs> a little. Uh, <laughs> That's so good. All right, we'll go back because I want to know more. Obviously, we talked a little bit about the college stuff and life before FIFA, but there are people in my stream that have said that they would pay a lot of money to see you sit in like a middle school classroom like growing up just to see if you look and talk and act the exact same as you do now. And there was like a poll that was pretty much taken. Everybody's like, dude, I got a feeling he's been this way his entire fucking life. That's what they're all like. Um do you have any like funny school memories, I guess, from like middle school or high school that you'd want to share? Um, funny stories. I was like, uh, I wasn't really, yeah, I wasn't really, um, my mom once told me, um, my mom once told me a thing. There, there was a kid in my class. I'm not going to name him. We had a really small class. I went to like a small school. We had like 60 kids in our graduating class. And, uh, there was one of the kids there. He was like, I guess one of the popular kids. I was not, by the way. Um, uh, she's like, she comes up to me. He's like, you know, who, you know, who said you're hilarious? I'm like, who? I'm like, Derek. And I'm, and I'm like, oh, interesting. And I, at the time I just didn't pay. T- it's like my mom just telling me something I didn't want to hear. I just wanted to go to my room and play video games or whatever. But, <laughs> 
And I just thought to myself, like, okay, I mean, I, I guess basically what I'm saying is I, I was I was very much an introvert. I, I was very much an introvert. I didn't like class presentations. I didn't like any of that stuff. Uh, I played sports. But if you were to like ask classmates, they definitely wouldn't say that I was like the class clown or anything because I really didn't speak that much. You know what I mean? I kind of just went to school, was like passed out for most of my classes. You know what I mean? Because I was up late, you know, playing games or whatever. Um, and um yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess inside I was all I've always had a quirkiness to me or something like that or like a clownish type thing, but um yeah, no, I I can't think of anything. Yeah, I like I can't think of anything in high school. I just I just I just kind of went through the motions and then just, you know, played football and tried to play soccer. I'm tre- I'm horrible at soccer, but uh football. But and then lacrosse a little bit, but outside of that, yeah, no, I don't really have any funnies way high school stories. I'm I'm try if I think of one, I'll tell you. But I'm trying to think if there's anything memorable. I guess did YouTube cause the quirkiness to come out of you then? If you said if you're saying you were introverted at first, I guess was there a turning point? Was it the screenwriting in college that allowed you to like, you know, kind of show that side of you or be, I guess, more comfortable with that side of you? So maybe, but like my favorite classes were the writing classes where we'd go in, we'd write pages, the teacher would be like, go home, write three pages of a comedy script or, or anything that you want. And then we would go into the class the next day and we would be, get to pick out what students we'd want to read which parts. Oh, and so they'd, cool. they'd go to the front of the class and then they'd read out your script and you'd kind of just sit there. And I was terrified. Every time I'd go in, I'd be like, what are these people going to think of me with like what is being said? And like, I, I don't know. I was, I think maybe I was very scared of judgment. Right. Um, and so I just sit there in the corner of the room, just kind of like, I don't know, a little terrified, like of what to, uh, of what to expect, but then like they would laugh and the teacher would give good feedback, sometimes not good feedback. Um, and then there was one time I'll never forget it. The teacher was like, you know what, Ryan, you'd be a really good writer for like SNL or something. And I was like, oh, it was like one of the greatest compliments. And it, it could have been a teacher just saying a thing to boost a kid's, you know, confidence or whatever, but that's something that stood with me. And I'm like, that's, that's cool. Like that's, that's kind of like, what I think I'd want to maybe go towards. Um, and so, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that answers that. No, it answers it for sure. I think so. Sports wise, dude, you said your brother's six foot seven. Mm-hmm. Is he at, he's legit six, seven or you, I assume your dad. Six, six, six. Okay. He's like six, 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 six and a half. But I'm not so... going to, I'm not going to give him too much credit, but yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's tall. He's tall. Did, uh, I mean, if, cause I know you're tall as well too. Was, I know you're saying you weren't that good at soccer. Did he play sports growing up as well then? Uh, my brother did. Yeah. My, he was, he was a baller. He was, he was really good. He played, he played everything. He played like, he played soccer, American football, lacrosse, uh, basketball. And then he was like, he dominated at every game. He had the, ta- uh, and I always say like, he had the talent and I had the heart. Like I tried to do what he did. And just didn't, you know, I was good. I was all right. Like I started from, you know, lacrosse and American yeah. football. Uh, but again, I had a, I had a class of 60 kids and I played, you know, I was a left tackle at, you know, I was six to 170 wet. You know what I mean? Like just fully. <laughs> so, and I'm always bitter about it, man. Cause I feel like, I feel like I have a pretty good arm. I've got better hands, but because we had such a small school, if you were tall, you played on the line. But uh, yeah, no, he was, he, he was legit. He played receiver. He was a striker. Um, but uh, I feel, I always, t- I tell him, he's like, he could have gone, he probably could have gone like least D2 if he had, if he had like really pushed himself, but my mom's tall. So that's where we, that's where he got it. That's where we got the, Bro, it, he got we heard that she's a pickleball beast. 
She is. Yeah, yeah. she is. She's, uh, yeah, it's so crazy. Like, Buck, you were saying it's like the fastest growing sport in the States or something? Oh, like yeah, because right everybody, be. everybody over 50 has a sport to play in. And I think that's the <laughs> reason why. Dude. But, uh, yeah, she's, she's like, yeah, she's competing. She's like getting medals. I sent you that picture, but, uh, yeah, she's got like, I don't know. She's got like 20 medals. I think she was like, she got gold in the 65 plus bracket or something like that. And she's, she's going to like Naples, uh, here in Florida. She's going to Naples. She, she goes to Arizona and California for like tournaments and stuff. Um, so she, she takes it really seriously. That's she played, real. she played tennis at a, at a high level. That helps, uh, and again, yeah. I, I got none of the physical genes, right? So like all this stuff, uh, my brother got it all. Um, she played tennis and she blew out her knee a couple of times. And so Damn. she had to, she can't run the way she used to. So pickleball, it's a smaller court, so it's more confined. And so she can kind of live that out playing pickleball. That's pretty and, badass, though. You know, like when you think, I know he's like made cracking the drugs about being the over 50, but like think about that. Like if you were like a, played tennis your whole life and you're like, damn. My dad's a huge tennis player. So it's like dreams over, but he still is like, I'm not playing pickleball until I can't fucking stand up myself. I'm like, all right, man, like chill out. It's not that serious. But what about what I gotta ask you because you would know is Boris Boris? Is it what's his last name? Was it a German tennis player, right? Or something uh, like that? Is it like Boris Legend? You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, no, but I'm talking about the tennis. Oh, Boris Becker. Boris Becker. Becker, right? Yeah, yeah. Boris okay, Becker. that I know you'd probably know him because that's my dad named our first cat Boris. Now really? After that. Boris yeah. Becker? Yeah, seriously. That's why I've always remembered Boris Becker yeah. for some reason. I don't German think he was German goat. German. Yeah. I thought you were. I, I thought FIFA. I thought no, FIFA no, no. Was, I knew I was talking with the German goat. Yeah, I remember that. My dad named our cat after Boris Legend. The handsome half Sweden half Croatian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, he's a good-looking cat, dude. He is. He's a very <laughs> yeah. good-looking guy. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Have you gone out there to watch your mom play in any of these tournaments? You know what? I'm I'm a bad son. Oh, this uh, question. Yeah, I, I have. I haven't. I just haven't. She's got a pickleball court. Uh, so she she lives in Carolina. She's got a pickleball court. Actually, it's crazy. She she has a pickleball court on her farm, and I've never played there. So maybe sometime this year, I gotta step up and you know. Get but like then a if mom, I go, attorney man, imagine yeah, that. That would be kind of cool. But here's the thing: she'll play with Tyler. She'll play, you know. She'll play. <laughs> why would she play with me when she can dominate with him? You know what I mean? So I could film it, or like I don't know, like. Uh, but I don't know. My sport is ping pong. I that's that's a sport that I can that I can uh, like. I'm not incredible at it, but I just I love it. I could play it for hours. I could play it for hours, man. I feel like you wouldn't be that bad at pickleball, dude. You gotta be good, man. Maybe, you know, I don't know, man. If I, d I'll, I'll send you guys video footage of it. If I ever give it a, give it a whirl one of these days. I'll, I gotta, I gotta get what you're going to say. Like, imagine like you show up to one of her tournaments and then like oh <laughs> you, your bad luck. Could you imagine yeah. like she, she's kicking ass and then you show up, she gets a loss. She's like, what the fuck, man? Like, she, she, would, she would never let me live that down. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, maybe I don't risk it. You know, she's doing all right without me. So, Hey, let's let her, let her feast. I think there's a grace period. Cause I went through the same thing. My mom got like addicted to pickleball and our stocking stuffers for Christmas that year where everybody got a pickleball racket and balls. And I'm like, it's like two years ago. And I'm like, mom, fuck off. This is shit. <laughs> it's terrible. Like, I'm not playing fucking pickleball mom. So finally we played like a weekend or two ago. Like she, she came out to the court and we played and every time she like, she like, hit the ball up i slammed it as hard as i could at her and i'm like you really want me to play this shit for two years i don't think she'll ever ask me to play again is what happened oh but gosh. you know it's i don't know it's a fun sport uh what i want to ask we kind of have asked everybody about this 
Do you have like a funniest moment or a, I don't know, just like a, a strangest moment where you've been recognized in public? Cause I assume everybody knows that you're from Miami and you've been around Miami forever. Yeah. Um, which I don't let me forget this question too, but I want to ask if you and Pete ever played each other in high school sports. I feel like you had to have, I don't know where he went to school. I'm afraid if I text him right now, he's currently having like a 16 hour slumber. Like he usually does that guy's schedule. Like, Oh man, it's, I get the chills whenever I think of his schedule. <laughs> it's I genuinely get the chill. It's like vampire. It's like a vampire. Like he's like a Miami vampire. Um, funny in person. Okay. Well, to answer the second question, we never played each other. I don't know where he went to school but we never played each other. Do, what did he play? Do we know? He played football as well. He played football and he played baseball. Baseball, yeah, I know. He kept that. saying that he he played against some school out there that's like, because obviously Florida high school football is known for being like just top tier. Like they're sending kids to every division one school in the country. He yeah. said there's this one school that was around you guys that you guys had to play. And the way he described it, I think word for word was, I don't know what the fuck they're feeding these kids over there is what he said. Um, but they had Pete line up as like the long snapper and huh? they just, they just kept cracking him the entire game. Um, no, yeah. F Florida, Florida's brutal. I mean, I get, I, I went to a small school, but then every now and again, we would get the, I don't know what our scheduling office was thinking, but they would <laughs> it'd match us up against like this. There's a, there's a school called uh Bay point, Michael crop, archbishop Curley. And like these kids, you know, I'd, we'd, we'd be sitting there like it, it, watching film on a Thursday and the running back is like getting scouted by UM and we're just like, I'm just looking at everyone and what are we doing? Like, what are we going to do on, what are we going to do on Friday? Like, we're just going to get absolutely rocked. And so, okay. So just like a really quick story. We played Archbishop Curley and their running back at the time was being scouted by like all the Miami schools. And I just remember thinking like, I don't know what we're going to do. And I almost had him almost had him. I like my arm was extent. I was on the ground for most of the game, but my arm was like reaching out <laughs> and I just saw this like leg, just like plant and then dust. And then it was gone. And like, that was the closest I got to him all game. He ran for like, I don't know, 300 yards against us, but, uh, Florida. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was super fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. We, we should find out where Pete went to school. Um, but yeah, uh, funny things where I met someone in person. Well, I just went to Barcelona and I ran, I was in front of a cathedral. Um, and then like, I'll always know it. Cause they'll, they'll pull up with like insane energy and these three guys just come up and they, you just, you get that look and you're like, here we go. These are, these are, <laughs> these are some yam boys right here. They were dripped out. They were like, looking, you know what I mean? Um, and he's like, he's like, Zwei? and I'm like, what's up, dude. He's like, Oh dude. And, um, it was three Portuguese kids. And I have this thing on the channel where I have like Ronaldo, Zebio, and João Felix, and I call them the Tres Amigos, the three friends. And so we had that little connection there. Um, so that was cute. Like, that was cool. That's like one of my favorite things. That's pretty badass. Just, so we got a picture and stuff. Um, but the weirdest, I'm trying to think. The weirdest. Uh... Bateson told us he got recognized in a toilet at a bar. Oh, That's my like, God. Where the guy was like looking at him. He's like, Bateson? <laughs> well, they were both <laughs> Bateson's like, yeah, mate. Like, <laughs> Um, I, you, I won't, I'll tell you what, I won't top that. I will not top that. That is, I don't know if anybody could top that. Oh dude. my gosh. There had to have been an opportunity for the guy to say something beforehand, but yeah, <laughs> that's I, too I, funny. I would say, I think with, I don't know if this is like probably right or wrong, but you could probably correct me. I think with YouTubers, they probably get recognized a whole lot more often just cause they don't sit inside their house for 12 hours a day. Like yeah. they're forced to be in one chair. Whereas yeah. like streamers, I feel like it's more like event probably based if you're out and about doing stuff. Yeah, that, that makes, I mean, that, check, that, that logic checks out to me.
I think that probably, yeah, that probably makes sense. That's what I, I don't know. That's what I've kind of thought. Um, we heard once again, draw my life. We, uh, we saw your dad's a fashion photographer. Yeah. Is, is that what he still does? Uh, he's, I think he's, he's like semi-retired. Um, he kind of moved into like, uh, more like, uh, what he was like doing like calendars and stuff. He's got like a crazy, he's got a crazy story, but yeah, growing up, that's why we moved to Miami. Um, cause you know, Miami had like a pretty big fashion scene and it still does, but, um, we were living in Germany at the time and it kind of was just, was a best case scenario. Cause my mom liked it there and like adapted and learned the language and just, you know, um, didn't love it there because she's from California originally. So, you know, ideally she would want to come back to the States. And so he got an opportunity to move us there. And, um, yeah, so we did. And so, yeah, that, that's what he did. So it it was interesting. I've always, I, I, I have some fun stories with that. We were in, uh, we were in Jamaica when I was like, I don't know, nine or 10 during the summer, we'd go to wherever he was doing a shoot. And there were just like, you know, there were just like models in, in a pool you know, like topless, just, <laughs> I could like, looking back, I can only imagine what my mom, like, I thought it was hilarious back then, but I just, now I'm thinking like, well, I, I, I don't know what my mom was thinking then, but, um, yeah, I just remember being in a pool when I was like eight or nine years old with a bunch of like, uh, just a bunch of boobs, dude, swimsuit <laughs> models. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, at the time, I guess I didn't fully appreciate it, but like looking back, <laughs> <laughs> looking back it was pretty uh it was a pretty interesting and unique uh, unique experience but uh yeah we got to travel a little bit because of that uh but he was always gone that was the only other thing he was gone for like i don't know six seven months out of the year he was a worker he was a grinder so maybe that's that's where because i think you need a little bit of that with streaming and and, and that sort of stuff you need that uh you know that the mentality mindset, yeah the mentality uh so yeah that's what he did and he was all he was He's very quirky as well. So I think I get my humor from him. I don't think I got anything from my mom. That, that just makes so much sense. You got a few genetics, know. dude. Height-wise yeah. had to have, right? Okay, but like my brother got the jawline. I don't have that. I've got the baby <laughs> face, bro. Like I got to have a beard to hide the baby face. I got, you know, I get like the hips fill up really quickly if I have a donut. My brother's got the <laughs> super fast metabolism. Uh, so I'm just, yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she was a gamer in a past life. That's why I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> relatively competent at video games but um yeah it was a good combo but again she was the tall one so that's 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 where that's where he got that that's where he got the height we were thinking too like we saw you were like a hollywood assistant yeah which like there has to have been some like do you have any crazy stories with that like maybe like a favorite person you got to me maybe like a kind of like because obviously let's be honest there's probably huge dickheads to deal yeah with all a lot time. there's gotta <laughs> yeah. be a couple like certain one that maybe like stuck with you or anything around that um, yeah, I mean, yeah. So yeah, I worked for, um, two producers, Howard and Karen Baldwin. They, uh, they produced so Ray. Is that like the Baldwin? Like fat, that big No, 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 no. Oh, okay. That's what say. I thought too. <laughs> for the first couple of months I worked with them, I, I was always like, what? I was like, are you guys related to the Baldwins? But they weren't, uh, it's just a very popular, popular name. And, uh, yeah, they did like, they did Flight of the Navigator, which is a movie back in the eighties. They did, um, they did Madagascar, uh, not Madagascar. Um, oh, oh my God. Say, man. Not Madagascar. <laughs> What's the one with Matthew McConaughey? Oh, wow. Matthew Mac Sahara. They did Sahara, which okay. was a huge, huge flop, but you know, they did films with some good, you know, uh, Ray with Jamie Foxx. Um, and, uh, so I, I, I hooked up with them and I would read scripts. So what happens is like, people will send in scripts to a production company to see what they think. And so I would read the scripts and do a synopsis basically. So they didn't have to read them. Um, and, uh, yeah, so basically 
moved out to LA and for like a year and a half, two years, I was out there. The coolest guy that I met was probably there was the German glad the German gladiator from gladiator. Like he's not a big okay. name actor whatsoever, but, uh, he had like a side role in, in gladiator. Uh, and he walks into the office one day and I'm like, this guy looks vaguely familiar. And then the girl sitting next to me, he's like, that's the, that's the German guy from gladiator. I'm like, that's right. And it's one of my favorite films. So that was cool, but I'm not going to slander him, but, uh, K- Kevin Costner rolled through one time and like, I don't know, man, it's like, it's sometimes, sometimes it's better that you don't meet your, you know, he was, yes. I, I didn't rate, I didn't rate him really as like an incredible actor, but you know, I don't know, man, he had, uh, I don't know, just in, I guess entitlement or whatever. I was say, yeah, that I could see that. So like we, we, I had to go downstairs and get, and pick him up and he pulls up in his like Sadie's and then there's this like old veteran, like crossing the road with his dog. And then Costner's out there with his door open and he's like looking at me he's like look at this guy in front of me just taking forever and i'm like bro that's a it's like an 80 <laughs> come on man that's like an 80 or 90 year old freaking u.s marine like walking his dog he's got the marine hat he can you know what I mean? oh god and then so he and like he drives by me as he's parking he's like these guys i'm like yeah i'll tell you what yeah like i agreed with him right because you have to blend <laughs> yeah, in that situation <laughs> he's like so what are you doing i'm like oh i'm just a script reader he's like good for you good for you and so he gets up to the apartment they worked out of their apartment and he hands me uh, he hands me a, a a disc that I had to play, and he's like, "This is the most important moment of your life. Make sure oh, this plays." God, like, oh man. come on! I just looked at him. I'm like, "I bet." I'm like, whatever, dude. And uh, but you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, right? Like, if you're at that level, I think you change in some way, right? If you're used to a certain level of treatment, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna think that the world yeah. is surround. You know, the world is yours or whatever. I don't know. Um, who else though? I exchanged emails with Michael Keaton by accident one time. I sent him a, a, an email by accident. He's like, did you mean to send this to me? And I was like, I'm sorry, Mr. Keaton. I did not mean to send this to you. Uh, let's see. I lost the contact sheet. They had, they had a physical, they're old school. So they had a, literally a folder of like a thousand Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey's phone number, you know, Jamie, F- like all these actors, phone numbers, personal numbers. I lost it for two days <laughs> no and, I didn't, and I didn't tell them and I didn't tell them my gosh when i found that thing i i just i don't know because if that had gotten out um i probably wouldn't have been there for much longer but it was uh it was but definitely you that a, thing in like a restaurant man and someone just opens this up like what the fuck it's just like calling up everybody i don't even remember where i left it i think it was somewhere in the apartment but i m- my mind was telling me that i left it on the roof of my car and that i drove off and that it oh. probably flew off that's what i thought happened but it was either in the back seat or it was somewhere in the apartment. But that that could have been a nightmare situation. Did you have a job like during high school or before you went to college or anything? Not really. Um, my mom would have us paint the house during the summer, so that was kind of like how I got away with not getting a job. That makes sense. It's like, all right, yeah. well, if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna, like, you know, I was super lazy. He's like, if you're not gonna go out and get a job or whatever, you're gonna paint the house. And I'm like, okay. And looking back, it was kind of like kind of crazy because it wasn't like the safest thing like we had a i don't know my brother and i we'd be on the ledges there just kind of like if we slipped i'm just saying you know um I mean, your brother like, was, I was on a, his feet though probably I mean, yeah he you know, he'd be okay he would just step down from the roof of the house and he'd be fine i'd be i'd be taking a tumble though but uh yeah so yeah basically just did odd jobs around the house to avoid getting a job that's the best um, way to do it yeah yeah so i got uh, to play more video games and uh yeah it was good so you said you've met people obviously through the being a Hollywood assistant. Who is, I guess, the coolest person that you think you've met, like opportunity, like FIFA wise? 
Um, FIFA-wise, probably Kaká. It was probably Kaká. That's uh, it's between Landon Donovan and, and, and Kaká. Lando was awesome because it's Lando. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like we grew up, we grew up with that, the goal, all that stuff, the, you know, and it's just Landon Donovan. Um, but Kaká was, he blew me away because he was just, first off, he looks incredible. That, that's the first thing I was like, this guy. Genetics are like, strong with him too. Yeah. God, dude, I got to find out what's Doesn't going on age. here. Does not, he doesn't, no. does not at all. And more than, and he was just so nice. He was like so freaking nice, like genuinely, genuinely nice. And um, yeah, just an absolute legend. And it was like Sweden. So it was like magical. And uh, yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. I'm trying to think maybe Kai Havertz, but that was by mistake. And it was just for like a couple of minutes. He was in the Fortnite booth at, uh, at Gamescom in Germany. And uh, everyone else had left and he was there after everyone had kind of dipped. And so I ran into him and that was cool. But yeah, probably, probably Kaka. Pro- for sure him that's super sick i do yeah. i i tell it every single time that landon donovan's brought up but with the first time i met him which i don't know if it might have been the first time were you were you at the the all-star game in atlanta were you at that one no no i, I missed that one okay because I, I was gonna go but i missed that one okay so that's where he was there and i had waka flocka as my partner for fifa so you can only <laughs> imagine how well that went it was me and waka versus like Dulce and matt it's like you know when the teacher makes the group projects dude like that's what was going on um and we got off the stage and i'll always remember it it was like obviously we lost but we scored a goal so i got like a little highlight out of it i was happy about it we get off and landon donovan is standing there he's getting mic'd up and he goes hey man how'd it go and i looked at him I'm like how the fuck do you think it went <laughs> <laughs> like just out of impulse that's what i said and he started laughing and we talked for like three minutes i have no recollection whatsoever of what was said during that conversation but I'd always heard he was a dickhead in real life. People are like, oh, you know, Landon Donovan, be, be weary about him. But yeah, nicest guy that I, I think I've interacted with. And then the whole of the EMLS, which maybe is part of the reason I'm not there anymore. But uh, they all got pissed off at me, I think, because whenever that guy showed up at an event, it did. It was roll out the red carpet. Landon Donovan's going to be here. Everybody's like super timid. Like, I don't even know how to describe it, man. But it, one, like, it was like the third time I'd met him in like a year. And he's walking by. And I go, and he looks at me and like gives me a head nod. And I go, what's up, dude? That's like that. And, the, and all of like the EMLS faces just like drop. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Dude? <laughs> like I've met him three times, man. Like, you know, fuck off everybody. That's your boy. That's your boy. Yeah. You, you can do that. You can get away with that. And, that don't was, have to... and respectfully, that was the very last time that I was at an EMLS event. So uh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's kind of how it went down. Uh, I know we're approaching the hour mark and we know you got stuff to do, but one of the things I wanted to ask is where and it's, it's kind of like a cliche kind of dumb question, but where do you see yourself in five years? Like nice. what's, nice. what's the end goal of this? I don't know if the nice is sarcastic right now either. <laughs> <all right>? um, <laughs> but I guess, I mean, people know that I think you're like, you're more versatile than just FIFA. Like everybody sees the the jingles. I think the fact that, and I'm not trying to blow smoke, but the fact that, Zoo remembers the Fanta, you know, the, the jingle you made about who it was. Argus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the guys in Spain, like have a connection to you playing three players up top and, and what you call them. You know what I mean? Like, I think these little things have stuck with people more than, you know, maybe a specific goal that you ever scored in FIFA. I think it's the laughs and everything. Um, so if there's something greater than opening up packs during a promo. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I, I'm someone that doesn't like to think too far ahead. Okay. I kind of like to, 
if there, I'll tell you what, if, if, if I have anything close to resembling a superpower, which is maybe something that shoots myself in the foot from time to time, I'd maybe live a little bit too much in the moment. And I don't think about the future too much. So in terms of like the five-year plan, I like tuned out whenever these kind of questions, uh, you know, in high school, they're like, you know, uh, freshman year, I remember Miss Lewis said, focus on your grades now. This, she was telling the incoming eight, eighth grade class going to ninth grade. She's like, focus on your grades now because you don't want to be scrambling when you're a senior. And she was right. You know what I mean? Like I totally didn't care in ninth, 10th, 11th. And then I was scrambling in 12th grade to put some good <laughs> grades together, of course. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of just, I, I leave it out to the universe to decide what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like if I'm still, you know, you know, willing, I can, I can do this for a little bit longer. Great. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, I'm enjoying it now. Uh, I, I still love it. I still get that same excitement whenever I fire up the stream or, or put out a piece of content and I get some good feedback, you know? you get numb to the negative comments, but like, if someone says, man, like this was so much fun or thanks for tuning me, turning me onto that card or like, you know, anything that resembles a comment about you made my day or anything like that. Like, that's what still does it for me. Like, that's what still keeps me motivated. And, uh, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know about acting, but again, like we started the conversation with maybe something with directing. Um, but, uh, for the foreseeable future, I'm still in love. I'm still as much in love with it as I was at the start in a different way, I guess. But, um, that's all you could ask for though. Really? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. What I mean, five, five years, you know, a mansion where I get like, can I get a, you know, is there maybe some bag can come along or something like that? I don't know, bro. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you always, you always want, you know, you always want more. And, uh, um, I don't know if I could listen, if I could be doing exactly what I'm doing today, five years from now, that's the plan. That's go. the, that's an, that's the ideal situation five years. Well, hopefully we, we can do this again sometime, but if we can do this, have the same conversation five years from now, we can look back and, and, uh, see if we, you You're know, still wearing a raising canes t-shirt. <laughs> oh my gosh. Still wearing a, in a wheelchair, wearing a raising canes t-shirt. Oh man. So the you're, only- a, you're, a, you're a pickleball champion. Yeah, you're a pickleball yeah. champion. We'll see if we even play in the tournament this week. I'm going to be like deathly hungover by tomorrow, but, um, all right, then the final thing that we always like try to leave people with a little bit of knowledge. Um, yeah. You went from, which we didn't re- really ask about, I guess the timing with it, where you went from real life job to being able to do this, right? Mm-hmm. I assume at some point there had to have been a transition where, you know, I'm, I'm now doing well enough at this. It might not have been like, you know, crazy numbers wise or whatever, but it, it was enough to be like, you know what, screw this, the financial stuff. Like I'm, I'm going for this, right? Um, at what point, I guess like, what would you, what would the advice be to people out there that want to make that transition um, from real life job to being creative, real life job to being creative. Do you, do you specifically mean like content creation, like streaming and YouTube or just anything, if they're considering going for anything, that's if you, feel like, if you feel like you can provide the advice to the entire group, then yeah, go for it. So, but. I mean, um, I would, you know what I would say? I'd say, man, like there's a part of me that just. And again, like it's cliche, but like, just go for it. Cause I mean, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like if you're at a job that you don't like, or if you're at something and you don't like it, I guess the safe answer would be stay in the job, do the, do the stuff as a hobby, like find hours, find other hours, whether it's weekend or at night or something like that to kind of grind that passion project. But then there's also, you know, there's an argument to be made where if you, if you just don't like where you're at, just 
you know, I guess go for it, man. You know what I mean? Go for it. You know, it's again, it's cliche, but you really do only live once time flies. Um, you want to be smart with it. Like you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you just, you know, you're getting kicked out of your place or whatever, but I think there's a, it's specific to everyone, but I just, I say, go for it, man. If there's something that you want to try out, there's no downside. The only, you know, there, there's no downside. Worst case scenario, you're going to learn something from it. Best case scenario, you might've just found something that you're either good at, or you're fulfilling something that's a dream of yours. Um, I'd say, I'd say just go for it. Don't worry about, and if it's content creation, don't worry about the equipment, get a webcam, just pay 50 bucks for a mic. Um, bro, I haven't up speaking of, I haven't upgraded like any of this gear in a long time. So I need to, <laughs> I need to make, bro, I, uh, I'm still running a 1080 TI from, uh, I mean, I mean, that's still a good graphics card, but you know, it's from like 2017, but, um, yeah, I just say, go for it, man. Just go for it. I mean, like you guys are an incredible example of that. Um, just, uh, freaking go for it, man. You can tell that you guys are super passionate about this pod. And, uh, if every, if everyone could find something like that, cause it's so rare to find something that you genuinely love, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, just go for it. Just do it like Nike. <laughs> I sound cool. That's it. sounds like a cool thing to say. So I'm just going to say it. Put some emotional music in the back yeah. for the clip right or something. Old school FIFA 15 KSI violin. New, yeah. new, new, new. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, Zoe, thanks so much for coming on, man. That was unreal. Uh, if you guys have made it to the end of the podcast, in order for us to hopefully get more guests in the future. If you could leave a five-star, we'd appreciate that a ton. Obviously, if you haven't followed Zwayback, I assume the majority of you guys listening have. Um, go follow him. All the links will be listed down below. Zway, what's the agenda for lunch today? I don't know, dude, but yeah, leave a five-star rating for the five-head man. Or was that what is it? Five, four, is it five-head or four? I should have just fucking ended this. Thing I'm not like, dude, I'm not, a, I'm not good. I, like, I'm not good with the insults, but I just felt I, like I, I heard the five. Six. You, you call it six head, six head. Dude, I mean, I've worn a hat in the internet for seven years for a fucking reason, dude. I'm very self-aware of the situation we have going on. <laughs> oh my God. Bucky, the, the, what I tell people, cause I have a huge forehead as well. But what I say is we need these huge heads to store the brains that we have, right. To, to be able to rapid fire, answer those questions on jeopardy to do the SBCs like we do. You know what I mean? So the bigger your the bigger your forehead, it kind of is saying like, you know, there's a pretty crazy brain in there as well. So I've never seen anybody that has a really small forehead be that funny. I'll be brutally That's, honest. Hey, <laughs> name one actor. Me. I can't. Exactly. Yeah. Will exactly. Ferrell, Peyton Manning, even's got a fucking juicer forehead as well. Too. <laughs> That's true. He's the king juicer of the forehead. <laughs> God, this guy. Oh. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Peace. Later.